Hello, basketball fans. We're the Peach Basket Pundits, and this is the world's most radiant basketball podcast. That's right. Prove me wrong. This is Basket Hall here, and as always, I'm here with my co-hosts, PJ and BMO. Yep, yep. And our intern, Mickey. Sorry, guys. He wanted me to say that. Uh, And we're going to catch everyone up on what's been happening in the exciting world of the NBA. So uh, let's jump in. Jump right into uh, the season. I mean, we're, we're already here almost like a fifth of the way through the season, approaching the quarter mark for some of these teams. Uh, so, I mean, I'm thinking we just, we divide and conquer here. We break down the East, we break down the West, we go through each one, say, you know, what are your surprises so far this season, whether it be teams or players, uh, any performances, anything like that. So uh, I think we, we jump in here. Let's start in the East. Uh, so Celtics as the number one team. Uh, they've won nine straight. Are either of you guys surprised with that, given some of the, the coaching drama and, and other things surrounding the team, but they're still persevering and, and playing well? I am not surprised. I think that this team was primed and ready for another continuation of what they had going last year. Their biggest competitive advantage in my mind is defense. So they are... Mm-hmm a great defensive team. And then you add the likes of Brogdon. I know they haven't really fit him in per se as of yet, but uh, I think the potential for them to take it up another couple notches uh, defensively is going to help them. And I, I, I would say I'm not surprised by their success. I think that um, coaching in the NBA is certainly a big important factor but if you've got a coaching tree or a coaching system that is successful in working for you i think that uh, the potential to carry on as is is right there so i'm just gonna jump right in here um i think that it's surprising that boston is 13 and 3 um i felt like their coach was a player's coach and I thought that that was a big reason why they made it to the finals last year. And to be really honest with you, when when there is drama in the house, whether it's a real house or whether it's a sports environment, usually there's issues. Um, yeah, so I color color me surprised here, fellas, that the Boston Celtics are thirteen and three. Well, I mean, Jason Tatum's a, a big part of that, though. I mean, he's averaging over thirty a game. Uh, being the leader that they need in the midst of some of this uh, turmoil on the coaching side. So uh, is that enough to carry them further into the season? Does he have enough in the tank to keep this pace up for the entire season? Uh, And are there enough background players around him to uh, fill in on his off nights? I mean, it's uh, crazy, gents, because they don't even have Robert Williams back yet from injury, and he is one of the better big men in the uh, Eastern Conference. So it's kind of scary to think that he is coming back at some point soon, and he is a guy that is a game changer on the defensive side of the ball, so... I mean, Boston, I, I uh, really hate to say it, but they seem like they are the favorite right now. I am not a fan of that, but I kind of just have to say it. Yeah, I mean, with their record so far, it would be tough to disagree with you there. Uh, but the, So there was a team in first in the East for you know 
quite a while. They actually had the longest undefeated streak uh, to start the season in the Bucks. Um, unfortunately, they picked up a couple losses as of late. Do you think that they can kind of refine what they started the season with and, and challenge Boston? You waiting for somebody to jump there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, jump in and take it on. Brent. All right. Um, I think Milwaukee, <clears throat> excuse me, is a very um, talented team. Certainly, you have one of the premier superstars in the league uh, coming in for them night in, night out. Certainly, a guy that can take over the end of a game. But I think that for this team, as they felt last year in the playoffs. Without Chris Middleton, they're not quite there. So I think that they certainly need to explore options as far as what they want to do going forward. But Milwaukee is certainly a deep team and has the potential to be very successful. But I just don't know if they can overtake Boston without their key ingredients. Yeah. And Brenton, you'll know the answer to this question. Hopefully you can help me out here. You know, as I mentioned, the Bucks they started the season undefeated. But who, remind me, who was the, the first team that beat them this year? That would be the beautifully fielded Atlanta Hawks. That's right. And, and I'm going to ask a follow-up question if I can. Um, have they only beat them once so far? Oh, funny you should ask that. Uh, out of their four losses, two of the two of them belong to the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, which is a fantastic segue because the Hawks are currently in third, or at least tied for third with Cleveland uh, in terms of record in the East. Uh, I'm happy about that, Brett, and you are too. Uh, we were chatting a little earlier about the Hawks and you know how they've been able to incorporate DeJounte Murray so far. Uh, you got Young playing well. You had the great uh, buzzer beater the other night. Uh, how are you feeling about the Hawks? Feeling good? I'm feeling great. I think that uh, they certainly have leveled up uh, as opposed to the last year's roster. I think with the addition of DeJounte Murray and for the opportunities that he's going to bring in the, some of those uh, just takeover moments, late game situations where you have opportunities to put the ball in one of two star point guards. Um, I think that uh, potential is great there. Agreed. Pete, anything you'd add on the beautiful Hawks? The beautiful Hawks. Um, I think that the Hawks have had a good start to the season, but I am still not a believer. Um, I think we'll have to see come playoff time. But as far as a regular season team, I think that they're a nice squad. You know, we'll uh, <laughs> see what happens. I'm just going to play a little devil's advocate, and I'm just going to say I don't believe in them come playoff time, but we'll uh, see what happens. Did you just Ooh. describe the Hawks as nice? <laughs> They're nice. nice? They're nice? They're nice. Ouch. Zing. Bam. Uh, so, okay, let's move on from the Hawks because yep. apparently we have not sold one of the third members of our squad here. But um, let's talk about some of the surprises in the East. I would have to start with – I'm going to skip them just for a second, but let's talk about the Pacers. They currently sit fifth 
and they started out the season looking like one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. What what's going on? I mean, they've won four games in a row, and they're eight and two over their last ten. So, what do you guys think about them? I'm surprised, and I'm going to say not just in a positive way. I the Pacers were one of the teams that were supposed to be like tanking this year, right? To, to right. try and get a better chance to draft uh, Wambanyama. Yeah, and here they are, you know, up in the, the top part of the East. That, I don't know if that's just, hey, you know, they had some good games, people playing well. Uh, I know they're not going to tank by design or at least make it look like they're trying to tank, but you're clearly rebuilding. You're not trying to – you're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I don't, I don't do understand. Guys, do you guys uh, want the easy answer? Yes. Give it to us. Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> Halliburton. <laughs> Halliburton. My man is putting up 21 points a game, almost five rebounds, and 10.5 assists a game. He's balling, man. He's balling. He is. He's he is balling. Yeah. But don't they need more? Like, I, I mean, I'm just surprised you can have some player, you know, player playing well, but I don't, know. I don't see it lasting. Uh, but it's still better than I expected. It is definitely a surprise, but I still I, I'm going to put a call right now and I'm going to say they don't make the playoffs. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. It'll be a fall from grace, but I, I don't think they've earned their place yet. Okay. Well, I mean, especially because there is a uh, there's a, a couple of teams that are sitting in the seven through twelve spot who probably won't be staying in that spot. You know, right? I see that you went all the way down to twelve, so you can capture the Bulls. <laughs> that, right? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I like what you did there, Pete. That's pretty. I'm smooth. like, okay, so the Bulls are in like the nine to tenth. I was like, oh no, they lost four straight, so they're actually six and ten. <laughs> Started off well and they've been uh, struggling a bit, you know. It's just uh, one of those deals. And I'm just gonna say, if you have a talent like Zach Levine, you got to play a guy like that. You know what? There was a uh, recent benching. In oh, the, there uh, was. That's why order. I bring. That's why I bring it up. So it was very controversial. Some might even say controversial. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, man. You know, if uh, if you're uh, choosing to not play any defense and you're and you're shooting bricks up there, maybe it's maybe it's time to put in someone else from from time to time. Yeah, he um, he certainly is a high flyer playmaker type of guy, and. Oh, did we lose you, BMO? BMO, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. I don't know what happened. Uh, I was just saying, I don't know if uh, Levine can totally be a difference maker. Maybe, but I don't know if he's that caliber of talent on both sides of the floor, whether or not he uh, can necessarily get it done for them. I don't know. You're the better resident Bulls expert, Pete. What do you think? Well, the uh, the uh, key to the Bulls' 
success comes down to one Lonzo Ball, who is hopefully on the comeback here, you know? He's uh, coming uh, back from a couple of knee surgeries, and there's rumors that he is coming back. So it uh, says here on the uh, latest article, which is posted on the 4th, that Billy Donovan is very optimistic <laughs> for a Lonzo Ball recovery. But he has not yet given a timetable. So, Has he started practicing yet or no? Uh, I, I think he's been – doing some rehab, but I do not believe that he has actually practiced yet. And, and Pete, can I just say, I love the way you read that headline. Uh, I'm already <laughs> thinking now we need a new segment like Petey reads the news and he just, he just <laughs> delivered just like that. I would tune in. <laughs> uh, it's been a, uh, it's been a uh, tough first quarter for the uh, Bulls, but the uh, season is long though. So we are pulling out hope. That's right. And if they can, I guess, come back up and get into the playoffs, um, pick a team above them right now that drops out. And I won't give you my Pacers because I took that one. Mm, that's a uh, good question. Let me let me uh, reference the standings here, Shansadon. <clears throat> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think the obvious answer here is the Knicks, right? Sitting at eight and nine. Yeah, I mean, they. I could definitely see them faltering along the way. Uh, Jalen Brunson has been playing well. Um, they're going to be defensive-minded team. You know that defense can go a long way in this league. Um, but you want to go with the Knicks, okay? I won't Brenton, argue. I think we could fall as well. Brenton, do you like have any thoughts on this? No, he left. Apparently, you offended him, and he didn't know didn't want to be partake in the podcast any longer. I'm sure it was nothing uh, technology related. Bebo, <laughs> baby, we'll come back. back. There, yes, more singing. That's what we need. <laughs> I was, uh, to me, in addition to the Pacers, I'll throw another team out there that I think could falter: um, the Wizards. I'm surprised by them. Uh, you know, they're 10 and 7 so far. They've been playing really well as of late. I just, I don't think that team has enough depth to do much. I think Perzingis, who is prone to injury, is going to miss some time. Great Kuzma's playing well, fine. Um, I just don't think they have the depth to do anything longer term. Yeah, I um, think that the biggest shock there has been that Kuzma has been a consistent scorer for them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's uh, something where he has never really been somebody that you can count on. Um, but this season, though, I mean, he's uh, putting up numbers. So it's very, very interesting for sure. Brenton can hear us, but this is so. This is the same issue that I was that I was having earlier, Chris. I don't even show him logged into this thing. Uh, Mickey, so I, Mickey, can you get on this and get this fixed? This technology is this is unacceptable. Your internship is close to ending, sir. Mickey, Mickey's working on it.
Chris, do you want to log off and send us a link and we'll log back on? I can do that. Oh, I see Brenton back on. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. (laughs) That was so fresh. I could hear everything you guys are saying, yet I could not get you to hear me. So... It's okay. Mickey got it fixed. Don't worry. All right. Attaboy, Mick. We are forever indebted to your services. Uh, What was was the original question? Uh, I think it was, you know, Pete said the Bulls are going to make the playoffs. So I said, well, that means a team currently in the playoffs needs to fall. Who do you think? He went Knicks. Uh, You got your eyes on anybody, BMO, that could fall out of the East? Um... Hmm. Well, I think it, it would come down to me between probably Wizards and Pacers. I think one of those two might mm-hmm. falter. So uh, did you already say Wizards, Chris? Yeah, that was the, the second team I had thrown out there, and that's kind of where we were going. Um, they're, they're playing well. They got some, you know, Przingis is healthy, Kuzma scoring. I don't think either we bank on uh, either of those two things continuing. So. Okay. And are we saying the playoffs does include the top 10 teams, including the play-in? Sure. Okay. So Whatever with that you need. Well, I, I think I would agree with the statement that the Knicks probably aren't going to do much more than what they're currently doing. I th- just think that they're kind of a middle-of-the-road team. Uh, that being said, I do think Brooklyn has the potential to move up. And I think given the fact that uh, James Harden is coming back at some point, uh, injuries seem to be plaguing that team. I think that they probably do move up. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Pacers. I think the Pacers slide down to either in that 9 or 10 spot or maybe even below that down to 11 or 12. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So the other team that – I was expecting to have a, a strong season that is currently out of the playoffs, the Heat. Uh, mm. Do you guys think they're going to you know, find the rhythm and, and get things back on track here or what? Well, I uh, will say this uh, about Don Johnson's favorite team. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Butler the other night had one of the better regular season defensive plays that I have, I have seen in a couple of years where – uh, he was checking Devin Booker, who has been referenced by many current day pundits as the current day Kobe Bryant, which is a mm. big statement. Um, it's quite an accolade. B- Booker was uh, driving for one of his patented pull up jump shots to win the game, and Butler blocked his jump shot. Uh, with like his whole hand, it it, it uh, was one of the more impressive defensive plays that I have seen in a regular season game for years. Um, saw that and I was like, "Wow, that's uh, that is Jimmy buckets right there." So my reasoning with this whole statement, and uh, thank you for those who have kept listening to this long answer. Um, <laughs> I do see the Heat bubbling up to playoff contention. Also, side note, who in the National Basketball Association is is like an ex-magician? Uh, because there's two teams that 
are like dabbling in magic. We like have the actual magic, and then we have the wizard. Like that's like kind of weird, right? <laughs> that, I don't know. We'll, I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, right. So, Mickey, do some research. Figure out what's going on there. Get back to us. What's some of that black magic? Bring back the bullets. I don't know. And we will only have the magic to contest it. Uh, Bring so back Brett, you, you talked about the Sixers. Some, you know, Harden's injured and Bead's out right now. I wanted to call out Embiid's line from last week. Mm. 59 points, yeah. 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks is insane. Um, that caught my eye. I had to do a double take. I thought, surely they're adding up his stats from a couple of games. No, that was one stellar performance. Did you guys catch any of that? Any reactions? I did. It's almost on pace with a Dwight Howard Taiwanese debut. So. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught that stat line, but no, did, what did he do? Uh, he put up what was it, Pete? Uh, Thirty-nine points or something like that. Um, he uh, shot like fourteen of twenty-nine from the field. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's let's look it up here. I, I'm just dying to know. The, our fans des- our fans deserve to know. So, Brenton, while um, while uh, you're searching up the uh, Superman there. Um, <laughs> I would like to reference that the performance by Joel Embiid made me think of David Robinson, who at one point in the basketball time warp had a double scoring 34 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 blocks, which was one of the greatest single games that I have really ever heard of. So. Props to uh, props to props to D Rob and uh, Noel man was he he, he was uh, coming uh, close to that though wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he, he was. I mean, you talk about D Rob. He is uh, in a elite list of top five uh, scoring performances ever in a game. So up there with seventy one oh. points in a game. Woo. So um, yeah. Comparing Joel Embiid to David Robinson, uh, that's a great comparison. And, I mean, the guy went off the other night. So, you're right, Chris. Watching a performance like that uh, when your team is in need of a big big man to step up, that was uh, quite, quite, a, quite a performance there from him. But uh, I do have the Dwight, number, Dwight Howard numbers here. So, he shot – the ball 32 times, 32 <laughs> times. Green light. <laughs> of which he was able to nail two three-pointers. Oh. He, he finished with 38 points, 25 rebounds, nine assists, and four blocks. So uh, quite a stellar performance, but um, we're going to tip our hats to Mr. Joel Embiid uh, over Dwight Howard. So. Yeah, and and Bede, I mean that was also to beat the Jazz, and not to preview too much, but they're the best team in the West, surprisingly. Shocker, um, but, shocker. Yeah. So it was a, it was a good, good win there. Uh, one other bit of Sixers news, which also keep us in the East a little bit. Um, tomorrow night, must watch basketball. You've got Ben Simmons playing, returning to Philadelphia. So. Uh, expect that to be a icy, maybe hostile environment for him. 
Uh, over under on the number of times that he gets booed. I'm going to say 3,412. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> yeah. Can I, gonna... can I, can I take that under? <laughs> You're going to take the under on 3,412? How dare you? How dare you? Um, no, it's going to be a, um, I think a good moment for him. Um, you know, we talk all the time about guys that struggle or bad situations, but I mean, ultimately we're all basketball fans here. So we want to see the man succeed. We want to see him do well, but, um, I don't know. I think, I think he has potential to be successful there with the nets and getting a little bit of, uh, revenge to go back and play your former team. That'll be fun for him. So. Nice. Any as you guys think about uh, you know what's transpired so far in the Eastern Conference, any other call-outs you want to make? Any other surprises or predictions? Um, I think we already know who potentially might be Rookie of the Year. That uh, Banchero kid from the Magic is pretty nasty. Um, I don't know if you guys have caught any of the games from the Orlando Magic. Not that I would encourage that to be done, but um, yeah, I, I think such a hater. <laughs> well, I mean, they they don't have much to offer as far as potential um, future winnings uh, for that team, but uh, they're certainly a young team. Somebody that is fun to watch, and uh, Benchero is a pretty good ball player for a 19 year old kid. Yeah, he's uh, he's showing some promise, you know, someone definitely keep your eye on. I think probably the only other big shocker for me is the Charlotte Hornets, just how bad they are this year. I did not see that coming. Shout out LaMelo Ball, <laughs> all star LaMelo Ball, right. Yeah, Pete, have you worn the jersey much lately? Maybe that's the uh, the kicker. So I mean, I've like actually slept in it every night since I got it. <laughs> it's uh, turned into my nighty shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a well, little bit concerned as to why the Hornets uh, are struggling. Well, uh, on that note, Western Conference. So um... <laughs> <laughs> let's flip over to the West. Get that mental image out of my head quickly um so utah jazz top of the heap out there surprising that you know they traded away their two all-stars go barry yep. mitchell and they're 12 and 6 they're better than all the other teams we're going to talk about in the west how is that possible <clears throat> i think for them they're playing great team chemistry ball great team ball I, if you look at some of their games I mean, you'll watch six or seven passes before the ball goes through the net. So they're playing great team ball, and I think that you've got a lot of guys that just want to hustle and see how much they can get out of uh, an opportunity. So, I'll, so what so you're saying I'll, is they're, they're trying hard, right? They're playing hard. Yes, great. Yeah, exactly. I'll um, also throw in there to don't call me Shirley. I mean, Lowry Markinen is uh, playing at a clip that the Chicago Bulls saw when they drafted him, or they saw the potential. And he is a seven-footer who, who plays a similar game 
I mean, maybe even a little more mobile than what Dirk was back in the day. Shout out Dirk. Um, but Laurie's scoring 22 points a game. I mean, that's a that's a that's a pretty impressive clip there for the uh, Finnish superstar. Yeah, I think he's a big difference maker, and I think that. Um... Their shooting percentages with him are just uh, leaps and bounds ahead of most of the other teams in the league. I, I just don't know how you can do more to put a hand in his face or, you know, ball check him early. The guy doesn't care. He just – he's getting up shots, and he's making a, a lot of them at a pretty high clip. So, he yeah, shot 54% for the yeah. season. Yeah, for the <laughs> season. So, shout out to that guy's trainer. So. So after the Jazz, we've got three teams uh, with essentially the same record. Actually, there's a bunch of them. There's a big group right after them. But you've got the Suns, the Blazers, and the Nuggets. They're all 10 and 6 right now. Um, out of that, I'm actually surprised that the Blazers are doing that well because I know that Lillard's had some injuries. He hasn't been able to play in all the games. Um, I'm not big on their on their depth, but you know they're, they're getting some wins here, which is impressive. On the other hand, the Suns and Nuggets, I kind of expected them, you know, Suns, great, you're, you're number two, fine. Um, and Nuggets had the same record, but I expected these guys to be like out in front of the pack, um, playing some of the best basketball in the West. And now they're, it's almost like you have a very meaty middle of the pack here. Well, I, I think for the Nuggets, they're, they've got Jamal Murray that's probably only 80, 85%. It'll be interesting to see once he gets back to full capacity and once he's able to um, really lead that team from a point guard perspective. I think that um, they are playing decently well, and you're seeing that, but I just don't think they're quite there health-wise to be able to do the, some of the things that we thought that they would be doing. But, yeah, good, uh, good call on the Blazers. I did not see that coming as far as them potentially no jumping did. out. No one did. You're right. I mean – and is that a testament to the maturation of Chauncey as a coach? Uh, just having his, you know, second year there, the ability to really get some. Oh, I lost you. Did you lose me? Am I back? And you're back. You're back. And I'm back. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I just I was uh, saying that I don't know if that is a testament to Chauncey Billups and the ability that he has had to gain some more experience as a coach and his uh, just, you know, time spent with some of those younger guys or they did make they did make a roster move and they went out and got Jeremy Grant. So I don't know. Maybe he is. uh He's certainly not a premier superstar, but maybe he's one of those guys that is a value add for your team that is making a difference for them. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. He can step up and, and play well and fill in some spots. I, I agree. I think that was a good add. Yeah. Uh, so I have to call up because Mickey's been yelling at me this whole time saying, talk about the Kings. Yes, <laughs> they've won six in a row. He came in today, guys, and he's wearing the shirt. Just says "Light the Beam." I don't know where he got this. I don't know how he found it already. Um, huge Kings fan. Yes, we're very happy for you, Mickey. Uh, Kings are playing well. Um, <laughs> they're they're hot right now. So, any any thoughts on the Kings right now? 
Um, De'Aaron Fox is healthy. Um, I think that man is a, a young stud, and I think that he is leading his team successfully. So I think uh, shout out to De'Aaron. Indeed. Peter? Peter, Peter, what? The Sacramento Kings. Um, Thoughts on the Kings? Well, first things first. um, They trendy pick this season by a number of basketball people to uh, be on the come up. So I, so I am not shocked to uh, see them winning games. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they have a number of young players. Um, I have always been a fan of DeMontis Sabonis, who they uh, recently got from the Pacers and he beats this year. So pairing up Sabonis with Swiper the Fox, who uh, hit a pull up game winning shot about a week or so ago from about 38 feet, just like very casually. Um, the uh, Kings are definitely going to be a team who should be around come uh, playoff time. So, and I and I'm also checking out their roster right now. They have Matthew Della Vadova on their uh, team, which <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> makes me makes me not want to cheer. So, I'm pretty sure uh, I thought he retired 14 years ago. So, yeah, he's still on the team. Okay. He's still around. And good call on Sabonis. I'm also a big fan of Sabonis. Uh, and his dad, too. Like, all of the Sab- Sabonises. Saboni. All of the Saboni. I like all of them. <laughs> um, Multiple Saboni. Yes. That's a great That's a great formation of a potentially awesome basketball team. Yes. Multiple Saboni. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if the playoff – I know I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. If the playoff started today, the Golden State Warriors would not make it. Yes, uh, and that's a huge surprise. Apparently, they can't win on the road. Uh, yeah. I mean, they just got their first one. The other was the last night against the Rockets, who are the worst team in the league. So you better be able to to beat them. Yes, um, I am surprised by that. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I got. They, I mean, there's their roster strong. They returned a bunch of players. Steph's playing well. I don't get they, it. They um they beat the Rockets, which are the worst team in the league, but it took ten three pointers made by Clay Thompson, yes. and they only beat the Rockets by twelve points. So, what is happening? I am just so confused because what once was a really really good defensive team is now no longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, they they. Uh... They let Gary Payton Jr. go, who is one of the better defensive guards in the uh, L. And uh, I think that they're paying for that because he was uh, somebody who would uh, come in and shut down the uh, best best scoring player on the other uh, team for about 15 to 20 uh, minutes per game. And he is now on the Trailblazers. So... Mm. They chose not to pay Gary Payton Jr., and they chose to pay Jordan Poole, who then got punched in the face. So <laughs> they they also lost uh, Lee, oh. who slid over and is playing nicely for Phoenix. I think yep. that uh, that was kind of a big loss for them. But I think that uh, would you guys say that 
the era is on its way down as far as that that core group of guys that they've had for so long that maybe it's it's time for some of these younger guys to be able to step up and dethrone them do you think i'm going to i think there's two that i would call out to me Draymond Green's got to go um, i don't think that he you know he did a lot to is that a house phone? <laughs> Shout out house phone. Shout out house phone. Yes. <laughs> That's a Panasonic right there. What is that? What is what is happening? Is that quarters? It's actually a VTech. <laughs> VTech in the house. Shout out 1999. Still a new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do need a sponsor for today's uh, broadcast. So, VTech it is. VTech. Yeah, I think Draymond Green needs to go. Clay Thompson, I'm curious to see if this season can be kind of a more of a comeback season for him. Um, he did look a little better. I mean, he talked about his 10 threes last night. Um, I was watching him last week, and there was just kind of an effortless one-handed dunk where last season, I'm looking at him, I think he was struggling to get off the floor. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think he can come back, but you got to get rid of Green. Uh, you do have some youth, get them incorporated, but I think you guys did both call out defense is the need right now, uh, not offense, not when you got uh, Spark Curry to, to get your offense going. It's it's a defensive problem. And uh, for the record, does the glove son have a nickname? Can we call him the Mitt or something? So, you know, Mitt, the Mitt, just, yeah. I'll, the I'll Mitt, love, yeah. Yeah, you know, the uh, cutout glove. I don't know. We got to think of something. So, fingerless glove. Yeah, something. Fingerless glove. There he is. So, the mitt. That's funny. Uh, any other big surprises in the West for you guys? I want to give a little bit of time to Luca. Uh, the Mavs a little bit, but mostly just Luca. His hot start for the season, averaging over, you know, scoring over 30 a game for the first, what, like eight, nine games. Only Wilt right. has ever done better. That's impressive. Uh, he's already into, like, he's had, what, four triple doubles. That's 50 for his career. Only the 10th player in league history to do that. Wow. Still obviously a very young guy. So he's playing really well, but the Mavs are middle of the pack. So um, it's a problem if they can't turn his great performance into wins. Um, any any thoughts there in terms of what might be going on? I mean, they're they're about five hundred. It's not like they're awful, but um, with that kind of a crazy hot start, I expected more. Yeah, I thought that that the addition of Christian Wood was going to be a huge factor for them. It really hasn't translated into that much of a big difference. So, um, may I don't know. Maybe they just haven't got enough time to gel. But I'm thinking that. the pairing of Christian Wood with Doncic was uh, potentially a great pick and roll option, and I expected big things. Yeah, I did too. That's been uh, a bit of a disappointment there, but you know, maybe they're still feel trying like, to figure uh, it out. Feel like the uh, Mavericks and the Warriors have have similar teams right now, where Luca and and Steph are tearing it up. And they just need some other dudes on their team to actually play basketball, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Other big surprises, I think that, uh, well, we can successfully say that uh, Zion will not complete a full full 82-game season already. We can say that. Um, I don't know. That team, to me, has tons of talent. I just i am surprised, again, that they're kind of middle of the pack. I don't know. They uh, they started the season off really well, and uh, truly it was, it was uh, when – Zion was out there for a uh, couple of games, you know, they, they uh, definitely dropped uh, down quickly, but yeah, I mean, they, they have a very stacked roster of like guys that are, you know, young and guys that are veterans and they have some real scores on that team with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum and Zion, you know, seemed to drop about 30 to 40 pounds this year, and he's uh, looking looking pretty good. Yeah, they just will have to stay out there for multiple stretches of the season to be able to really uh, kind of repeat that success. I don't know if they're going to be able to get over the top of somebody like a, you know, well-coached Blazers team or even the Jazz or Phoenix. I don't know. Yeah. Time and I will, like you said, Zion lost 30 pounds, but I bet before the end of the season he finds it. <laughs> you think he's going to find all of those 30 pounds again? I think so. Okay. Well, the, uh, the uh, problem is is that he's playing in a city that's like famous for their uh, delicious food. So Yeah. Doesn't make it easy on a guy that likes to eat some sandwiches, right? <laughs> yeah, that has some of that gumbo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we only have a, maybe a minute or so. Let's uh, close out and talk about uh, the great success. I mean, great disappointment of the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> oh, oh. They, uh, they stink. They stink. Um, they have won three games in a row, but aside from that, they were, uh, they were two and 10. So, um, yet not not that great of a ball club and supposedly if you have one of the best to ever lace them up and i said i said supposedly supposedly um you should be able to to, uh make a bigger difference but um i don't know what do you guys think i am a little yeah i'm not too surprised i mean i even look at last year um they're not a team that's built to win. They've got old stars. I almost called them has-beens, but they're still in the league. So um, it, it, they just don't—they don't have the recipe for a winning basketball team, a playoff team, anything. It's a collection of old stars trading injuries, getting through the season. LeBron will find his thousand more points that he needs, and that's about it for the Lakers this season. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to throw in there. It's um, definitely a problem if your quote unquote player in LeBron James is having more of an impact in selling the new iPhone in uh, commercial. <laughs> actually playing basketball and like leading his team to victories in his job, which is playing basketball. So uh, shout out to cell phones and shout out to Father Time for still being undefeated. <laughs> that was a great one, Pete. Nice job. I, I think that uh, every iPhone 
every iPhone needs to be sold by that man. So um, that that's his tagline, every iPhone. He puts an extra syllable in there for emphasis. But uh, the emphasis probably should be on his basketball performances. Um, I don't think they're that impressive these days. And uh, old Mr. Westbrook over there, he's still lacing it up in purple and gold, but maybe for not much longer. I don't know. We'll see. You still got you called thirty games, so you're you're halfway there. We'll see if uh, if he makes it or not. Yeah, we'll see. All right. I think that's a, a good run through. Uh, Mickey's giving me some. We got to wrap it up. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you. Uh, thanks to our new sponsor, VTech, and uh, <laughs> we will catch you all next time. We're the Peach Basket Pundits. See you. Yo yo. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Raised a little ruckus, but the natural sounding BMO is no longer. Mm-hmm. You again. You've lost that podcast feeling. <laughs> oh, Whoa. that podcast feeling. Yeah, I underestimated. My bad, my bad. Steamboat. Bring your A game, Chris. Bring your A game. Double turkeys. Double turkeys. Oh, wow. 45 minutes of banter, so let's uh, get this rolling. Holy smokes, we got action.